This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. And then there were two. Two teams left for the Ed Chanel Cup as the WHL Championship Series gets going in Edmonton this weekend between the Oil Kings and the Western Conference champion Seattle Thunderbirds. We'll have Oil Kings forward Justin sort of set to preview the series coming up a little bit later on in our show. First up, the Western Hockey League Awards were held virtually this season as the league honored the best of the 2021-22 season. The award show kicked off with a special message. Welcome to the 2022 WHL Awards. My name is Taylor Roca, and I'm pleased to be joined by my colleague and friend, Chris Wall. We would like to start today's program by dedicating the 2022 WHL Awards to the memory of a dear friend of the Western Hockey League, Brad Horning. Earlier this year, Brad passed away following a courageous battle with cancer. And though he is gone, we will continue to remember his smile and his passion. We will celebrate the memory of Brad later on in the show with the presentation of the Brad Horning Memorial Trophy for WHL Most Sportsmanlike Player. Canlis Blazer forward Logan Stankoven was the big winner. He not only won the Brad Horning Memorial Trophy as the league's most sportsmanlike player, and after a 104-point season, he was named the Four Broncos Memorial Trophy winner for the WHL Player of the Year. I caught up with the Blazers' co-captain. It was definitely a surprise for me. You know, I think it's just, uh, you know, kind of humbling for me knowing that, you know, there's so many other great players out there that could have won that award. And, um, you know, like you said, name comes to mind, you know, Connor Bedard, obviously, you know, uh, exceptional status player and, um, you know, it just fills the net. So uh, for me to win that award, it's, it's special. And, um, you know, it doesn't go unnoticed for myself. You know, my teammates helped me out with that one. And, uh, you know, I had some great line mates over the season and, um, you know, shout out to my coaches and trainers as well and friends and family. So it's not just a personal award. I think it's more of a team award. Last blazer was Jerome McGinley, uh, 1996. So uh, maybe a little added uh, wow factor for, for you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, growing up, uh, being able to see, you know, uh, Jerome play on TV with the Flames, you know, I was a huge, uh, huge fan of him. And um, uh, obviously I wasn't able to see his glory days here in Kamloops, but, um, you know, I heard all about it and, you know how great of a player he is and for for him to come back and uh uh the other night on the you know the announcement of the memorial cup uh, coming back to cantaloupes that was pretty cool to see him in the building yeah that was great um we should give a quick little shout out to the sportsman-like player the brad horning memorial trophy he passed away this past season uh former regina pat who uh was hit from behind and paralyzed uh back in the 80s and um you know that's another nice uh you know feather in the cap to win to win that award to be recognized as a player that has uh, excels at hockey but also on the other side of the of the ice as well yeah for sure i think just uh it starts with being a good person off the ice um you know something that my dad's kind of preached to me and uh, if you know, it doesn't matter how good of a player you are on the ice. You know, if you're not if you're not a good person away from the rink, then you know you're not going to make it far in life. So, um, you know, make sure that you're uh, being respectful and um, you know, uh, kind of lending a helping hand to everybody everybody around you and um, just being a welcoming guy. So that's something that uh, you know I've tried to kind of carry with me and um, you know, uh, just be a respectful human being all around. So um, you know, obviously, it's a nice nice uh, honor as well to win that award. The Everett Silvertips took home the WHL's top business award. Silvertips COO Zoran Ratchik accepted the award. Well, I'd like to thank everybody in the Western Hockey League uh, who voted for us uh, for this prestigious award. Uh, it takes a lot of 
great staff who put in a lot of long hours uh, to, to make this uh, operation run for us. And it's great to see the recognition that our staff is getting for us here in Everett with this award. The league's top official, the Allen Paradise Memorial Trophy, going to veteran referee Chris Kreitch. It is an exceptional honor to be this year's recipient of the Allen Paradise Memorial Trophy. I'm humbled to be included in the names of previous winners, guys that I've looked up to as mentors early on in my career, the likes of Brad Meyer, Chris Savage, and Regan Vetter, just to name a few. On the educational side, the branded Wheat Kings capture the Team Education Award this season, while individually, Kamloops Blazers 17-year-old Connor Levis was named the winner of the Doc Seaman Memorial Trophy as the league's top scholastic player. I'm thrilled and, and honored to have been selected to, to receive the Doc Seaman Memorial Trophy. There have been so many amazing recipients in the past, including my teammate Dylan Grand. And I feel very humbled to be part of this group. I'd like to thank the Western Hockey League for for recognizing the work that I put in, trying to excel as a student while, while also playing a sport I love. Um, you know, I'd, I'd also like to, to recognize the other nominees for this award. Uh, Logan McCutcheon, Harrison Ludwig, and, and Gabe Clausen, and congratulate them on their achievement. The Humanitarian Player of the Year, the Doug Wickenheiser Memorial Trophy, goes to Edmonton Oil Kings defenseman Luke Prokop. Honored to accept this award this year. Um, I'd like to thank my family and friends who have helped support me uh, throughout this season. Uh, my teammates in Edmonton who have been awesome, uh, and as well as Kids Help Phone, um, one of the major, major reasons um, why I created this initiative to, to be a part with them, and uh, I can thank them enough. A special guest announced the WHL's Coach of the Year, the Dunk McCollum Memorial Trophy, former WHL coach Ken Hitchcock. The winner of the Dunk McCallum Memorial Trophy for the 2021-2022 season is James Patrick of the Winnipeg Ice. First of all, I just, you know, I'm very thankful, very um, surprised. I, I think there's some great coaches in this, in this league. Um, that's one thing I've come to learn in my five years here. Um, many worthy candidates who do great jobs with their teams and when their teams are at different stages. And, you know, I look at uh, the job of Brad Lauer's done in Edmonton and um, with a great team there, you look at uh, the consistency of Mike Johnson, you look at, uh, you know, Mark Habscheid, uh, whose team is at a different part of the cycle. So all I can say is, I, you know, I've, I'm very fortunate. Um, I coach a number of real good players. The Rookie of the Year Award, the Jim Piggott Memorial Trophy, going to Moose Jaw Warrior 16-year-old Braden Yeager. I'd like to congratulate all the nominees from the other divisions, AC, Owen, and Korch. I'm really honored to be mentioned in the same sentence as you guys, as you guys all had pretty special seasons. I'd like to thank the Moose Jaw Warriors organization for the opportunity to succeed, and my teammates for making it so easy to come to the rink every day with a smile on my face. Uh, we had such an amazing tight group this year. Next up, the league's top goaltender, the Dell Wilson Memorial Trophy for WHL Goaltender of the Year. It was WHL alum and three-time award winner himself, Carter Hart of the Philadelphia Flyers, making the announcement. The winner of the Dell Wilson Memorial Trophy is Dylan Garand of the Kamloops Blazers. Congrats, Dylan, on an outstanding season, and good luck going forward. Pretty awesome, for sure, I think. Um, you know, definitely a, a great feeling and a huge honor to win that award. Um, you know, I think a guy that I look up to right now in the NHL is, is Carter Hart, and, you know, he was a three-time winner, and, you know, he actually announced that I was the one who won it, which was super cool. I kind of sent that video to my phone there. So, uh, yeah, great honor for sure, I think. Um, you know, it's cool to be recognized for this season and, and something I'll, I'll always remember. 
The top defenseman, the Bill Hunter Memorial Trophy, going to Everett Silvertips D-man, Olin Zellweger. I'm very honored to uh, take this award for uh, best defenseman in the WHL. I couldn't have got here with all my teammates, coaching staff, and, and everyone involved in Everett. I also want to thank my parents and Billet family uh, for always keeping me prepared and, and ready to go uh, to perform at the highest level I can. Hey, congratulations to all the award winners from the 2021-22 season. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chenault Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The Edmonton Oil Kings open up the WHL Championship Series for the Ed Chenault Cup on home ice. They are 12-1 so far in the playoffs. Voice of the Oil Kings, Andrew Peard, has more with forward Justin Sordiff. Joined now by Edmonton Oil Kings forward Justin Sordiff. And uh, Justin, before we get too much into uh, the WHL Championship Series, just want to ask you, 12-1 so far through the playoffs. Um, your line rolling along with Dylan Gunther. What have you seen that's gone so right for, for the team so far? Uh, I just think all four lines have been rolling uh, throughout the playoffs. We've gotten great goaltending. Um, I think uh, throughout the playoffs, we've uh, we've worked on our discipline, so that's helped us uh, playing more five-on-five hockey uh, to keep all of four lines rolling and fresh and uh, just sticking on our structure and what we know. And also, uh, when things aren't going our way, uh, guys don't get down on the bench. They're very perseverant. Um, we regroup really quickly as a team, and I think that's what helped us, and those are just some keys. You guys have had uh, a narrow focus all year, always being able to just take it one game at a time. And obviously, uh, here in the WHL playoffs, it's easy to say that. It's another thing to do it, but you guys have done that. Does that just go back to the, the coaching staff and the leadership of this team? Exactly. Like, our coaching staff has had us prepared for every game, every series. Um, they've been really good with uh, making adjustments, even within the game, um, just to you know benefit uh, maybe our forecheck or our neutral zone and uh, our D zone there. So they make it really easy on us. Uh, all the guys are are playing with confidence right now which is nice to see and uh, no, we're just really excited to get this series going. You put up great offensive numbers, and so is your line mate Dylan Gunther. Watching him score 13 goals, you've been a big part of it. But how incredible is it to see a guy that's on that sort of a goal scoring tear at this time of year? Uh, I mean, Dylan's been doing it uh, all year long, and uh, just to see him do it in the playoffs, it just shows how you know he's a he's a big game guy. He doesn't fold under pressure. He actually rises to the occasion, and uh, you know those are the kind of players that move on to pro and have successful uh, pro careers, which Dylan will. And uh, it, it's just a pleasure to play with a, a guy like that. For sure. This is no uh, new task for you playing in the WHL final. You've been here before. It's been some time. Of course, you did it when you were 16. But you know, how much have you been able to sort of relay some of that experience in, into this dressing room, whether it be with the young guys or some of the older guys that haven't gone this deep before? Yeah, no, uh, for the first three rounds, I mean, every round's kind of nerve-wracking, right? You, you lose that fourth game and, and you're out, so... Uh, but it's a different kind of feeling when you get to the finals. Um, you, you know you're only four wins away, and it just seems so close, but uh, it's a real grind, and it's a battle. It's a dogfight to the end. Both teams are really good teams. They made it to the finals for a reason, and I uh, know it's some really good, competitive, hard, fast-paced hockey, and, uh, and you know, it might take some time for maybe some of the young guys to get the nerves out, but from what I've seen so far, they've played excellent You know, when they've been asked to step up, and they've done their job, uh, and it's really nice to see that, and, you know, I'm 
really confident in the group we have right now going into this final series. Not a lot of players get too cracked at the WHL final. Obviously, yeah. you guys losing Game 7 back in uh, 2019 to Prince Albert. How important or how much does it mean to you to be, to be back here in the final? I know it means a lot. And like you said, there are not many guys get a second opportunity to, uh, to, to make it to the finals. And uh, some guys may not even make it to the finals once. So it's something I don't take lightly. Uh, and being given the second chance, I'm trying to make the most of it. And, uh, you know, try and bring home a championship to Edmonton ultimately. Uh, it's the Seattle Thunderbirds, obviously. Oil Kings, Thunderbirds, Eastern Conference, Western Conference. They haven't played each other in three years. And really, you haven't played Seattle in yeah. about three years. You didn't play them uh, at all this season. Of course, last year there was no interdivision play. But, um, you know, you, you probably have some of the most experience against them, apart from Simon Kubitschek, who played there. What do you know about this team? They've been coached by Matt Odette for quite some time. Uh, Seattle's always been like a real physical team and they've always had really good structure um, and looking at the team they have right now they have some some pretty good young guys who can step up and you know their older guys are very skilled as well I mean they're you know two 20 year olds up front Rabinski and Svekovsky are both signed uh, to NHL teams for a reason and uh, I think uh, you know they got a few more guys actually are going to be signed in the offseason here that are very good players so uh, it's going to be a tough series they're like I said physical fast structured um, but uh, it's something you know nothing we haven't seen uh, uh, in the playoffs so far so we just got to be prepared listen to what the coach and staff has uh, you know for video wise and what they're presenting to us and just kind of take it from there what's going to be the key to get off on the right foot here in game one I mean, uh, they just came off a seven-game series against Kamloops, and um, obviously it was a quick turnaround for them. So I think if we can get on them early, uh, it'll work to our advantage. Justin, appreciate the time. Best of luck in the series. Thanks, AP. Hey, that's the show. Congratulations to both the Oil Kings and the Thunderbirds. Should be a great series. Congratulations as well to all the WHL award winners. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL broadcast partners and Bauer Hockey.